0: What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. I told you all when you last saw me we would have some breaking news for you on this show, and we do. Saquon Barkley did not get long-term money from the New York Giants. Now, you might think it's all good. He's still got $10 million. He's good with it. Well, he is not good with it. He took to Twitter, and he simply said, y'all know that's how we communicate this day and age. He simply said, it is what it is is. Saquon wanted a long-term commitment from the Giants. Giants only wanted to pay him $10 million. So now Saquon and the Giants are at an impasse. What should the superstar running back do? This is a two-time Pro Bowler, a player that has had over 2,000 yards in one single season. That is unheard of, but we have to discuss it here with the 2 distinguished gentlemen oh distinguished Slip, with the Bucher, how you feeling man At least one of us is dressed distinguished <laughs> yeah me la L- me <laughs> la
1: heat getting to you listen man what's up i knew y'all were gonna come suit it and booted. that's the problem i come on this show and i get dressed up and y'all dress up super oh, nice you, you came dressed I was, up i was, I was what, talking what's smack what's this Oh yeah, you know. I was,
0: uh, I was, uh. <laughs> oh, well this is Rick Bucher. This is Will Blackman who actually won a Super Bowl with the New York Giants, donning the Super Bowl ring, as you will see on that index finger. So glad to have you here, Will. Nobody better to talk about this Saquon Barkley situation than a player who played on the team that he is currently at odds with and who won a Super Bowl with the team that Saquon wants to win a Super Bowl with. Should Saquon Barkley sit out this
2: season?
1: Uh, Absolutely not. He shouldn't sit out. And I don't think he will sit out uh, simply because just the type of person, the competitor he is. And I I understand that it's it's tough right now because he is trying to get a certain number. But he I would say he was offered, you know, multiple contracts earlier this year. He was offered, you know, 13 four with the first two years guaranteed. But when it comes down to this whole thing, it's truly about who can who can get this contract done. It's not so much. Yes, the, the running back position has been depreciated for decades yep. like it's not so much like oh it's hard for running backs to get paid it's always been difficult to get pay- paid it's a matter of which agent can make it happen mm. that's truly but he
0: switched agencies in the middle of negotiation and from what to i was my told, my point yeah yes from yeah. what i was told they were like look I don't care who your representation is. This is our offer. You can be represented by John Slick, Will, or Acho. We ain't budget. But but it still
1: matters who is
0: representing because who's
1: able to make it happen. It's kind of like, let's use this analogy, like at the club, there's a pretty girl in the club. Which guy can actually negotiate to get her out, no, no. right? Mm-hmm. It's In this situation, that's probably why he switched from his age, because maybe someone else is able to make that happen. That's been a problem across the board. they said
3: yeah. they were able to make it
1: happen. Well, they got to start somewhere.
3: Okay, but if you have deals on the table, ultimately, with more guaranteed money than you wind up. I mean, if I change agents, because I don't like what's already on the table, and then I end up with the... I don't know if it's a 10 million is a booby prize, but it certainly wasn't what I was after. It was the last element yeah. that I don't know that. I don't know how you could say that changing agents was a successful move. Do you think given the lack of success
0: because Saquon wanted that long term deal? Should he slick sit out this season? This is his last major uh weapon uh, weapon that he can use grenade that he can launch so to speak is sitting out the season showing the giants who they are without him
3: should he consider doing it i I don't see how that serves him Uh, would the giants be compromised without him without question right they're not the same team but does it gain him any leverage by sitting out the entire year first of all you're not playing football for an entire year right right you're, you are losing $10 million that could be going into your bank. True. Are you going to make that back up over the course of your career? I take, I take encouragement from the tweet. It is what it is. Really? Yes. Because it ain't Chris Paul going, you the coach? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, not, it, it, it's not an automatic I'm out or I'm not happy. It's like we tried. Uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's sort of resignation for the where thing where things are. Now, I would hope that at some point um, emotionally, psychologically, mentally, he gets to a place where he says, you know what, let's just go get it. Sure. sure. Right. He's not there now, obviously but he's not as far, far away as I thought he could be. But here's the dilemma, Will. You played, I believe, 12
0: years in the National Football League. You know how valuable a mood is when one shows up to practice, one. Number two, you also know how valuable showing up to practice is. I saw a report as I was walking on stage that Saquon allegedly will report to camp. It's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Will, if you miss training camp practices, you can't get in football shape, because the only way to get in football shape is to play football. No so I don't know if Saquon Barkley can afford to have an it-is-what-it-is mindset. Not when the Jets are reporting to practice next week, and they hungry. They chomping at the bit. Hall of Fame game is on the docket. Not when you have NFL players who are like, let's get it going. I can't wait for the season. And then you have Saquon, it is what it is. What aspect do mm. you think that if Saquon is going to commit to the season, he needs to be there day one? What aspect needs to happen? Yes. Do you believe that is the case or he can kind of miscamp, be very
1: nonchalant? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, sure, you, you can look at it as, like you said, a, a positive thing in terms of his tweet. Or, like you said, I, I, you want a different mood. Or he couldn't have said anything at all. Mm-hmm. Like there was, I thought there was no reason to put anything out on Twitter-wise. But I think he's going to show up. You know, he's going to probably do something conditioned, condition. Maybe he doesn't practice. I'm sure he's going to be there. And, again, that's just because of, of who he is. And plus, too, like, he's part of, like, the culture. The, like, the Giants are trending upward in terms of what they're building over there. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I think he said it is what it is because they're, they're, they tried to get something done sooner. It just didn't happen.
3: This is where the character of Saquon Barkley works against him because he is a guy who is going to show up, who's going to play hard. The idea, I just, I don't see any way in which Saquon Barkley half-steps in, in his preparation for the season because ultimately it's what he wants to accomplish. I, I just don't see him undermining both the team and himself to make a point about what? That you didn't get what you wanted? I, I look, I don't know him personally. The impression that I get of him is that he's an extremely... Uh, intelligent, mature young man. Of course. Right? And is dedicated to his craft. Yeah. You may not get what you want, but it's really hard when you take pride in your work to say, I am going to work less efficiently or effectively in order to let everybody know that I'm unhappy. Well,
0: speaking of someone who takes pride in their work, DeAndre Hopkins, you will be hard-pressed to find a receiver who takes more pride in their work than him. Superstar, I believe, future Hall of Famer. And over the weekend, we found out in a breaking news fashion that he will be joining the Tennessee Titans this year. The DeAndre Hopkins' stakes were large and everybody was watching, and the Titans are the lucky suitors for the five-time pro bowler. Will, I was thinking to myself, he made the right decision joining the Titans. Now, not because the Titans were the best team he could have joined. If you wanted to join the best team, join the Chiefs, join the Bills. If you wanted to join the best team, maybe even consider joining the Baltimore Ravens. But if you want to maintain relevancy... As a superstar wide receiver, mm. join a team that needs you most, and the Tennessee Titans are the team that needs DeAndre Hopkins most. Their leading receiver last year, I believe, was Robert Woods, with just north of 500 yards receiving, and then a tight end, and then their fourth-round pick, their one was pick last year, in Traylon Burks. I believe his name yep, is Burks. wide receiver out of Arkansas, if I am not mistaken. And so, D. Hop will go to Tennessee, and there will be no discretion over who the number one player is. You go to Buffalo, Stephon Diggs. You go to KC, Travis Kelsey. But in Tennessee, it's all you, D-Hop. Will, what do you make of D-Hop joining the Titans? Was it the right decision?
1: Yeah, I I think it was a a really good decision. It was the right decision just for him, because I think for him, it is based on comfort. And I say this because, yes, he was in Houston, and We all know how it went down in Houston. And then he goes to Arizona. There's a lot of disarray in the front office of Arizona and just overall with the whole team. And so I think he wanted to go somewhere where he was comfortable. Obviously, he knows Vrabel from being in Houston. There's a new general manager there who has fresh eyes, and he is one of his signings. So the GM's not going to go anywhere. And also, too, you know, right, not only am I going to be the dude, but every week, teams are going to load the box to stop a runner back, yeah. and I'm going to have opportunity. Now, obviously, the glaring thing is, like, well, who's throwing me the football? That part. With hmm. DeHop, the cool thing is it really doesn't matter who's throwing him the football. But I think overall, he, for him, I'm saying for him, he's that talented. For him. Rick, I don't like the head thing. <laughs> Anyhow, I just think for him overall, he just wants to be somewhere where he – can trust people around him, and he's comfortable. And I think that's we he made the decision.
3: I'm with you 100% that he made the right decision. I mean, look, he got paid. I don't know that he would get any – he's not getting $26 right. million for two years anyplace else, right? And uh, and he does he's, – he's automatically the wide receiver one. But I don't know if he's still a wide receiver one. And I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback – to get it to him, like I think when, when we first saw Tannehill rise up in Tennessee, we were thinking that maybe he made AJ Brown, and now I would I'm wondering whether AJ Brown made Tannehill because that was when he was at his best, right? We saw Julio Jones go in there. Did he like have a huge impact? Did Tannehill have a huge impact on Julio Jones? I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. So I just I think it was the right decision because he gets the most money and he's he's not just. The Bills and the Chiefs, to me, were interested. Yep. The Titans and the, and the Patriots wanted him. Yeah. Right. And now he goes to the better of the two teams that wanted him, and he gets paid. That's why it's a great decision. Right. Do I think that he's going to have a better—that he's going to be on, have more success in Tennessee than he would have in Kansas City or Buffalo? Team maybe, success. Maybe individually, but yeah. not team Co- success. Correct, correct. Right? I think that is what's
0: so interesting about the situation, fellas, is because when you turn 30 at a skilled position in the National Football League and you're a free agent, you have a decision to make. Do I want to go win a championship or do I want to go individually ball? We've seen two players do it differently. I think about Brandon Marshall. When he turned 30, he had an opportunity to join the New York Jets. The New York Jets were terrible. But B. Marsh went to New York and had 1,500 receiving yards. I think about D. Jack, a former teammate of mine, Deshaun Jackson. When he became a free agent trying to figure out where he wanted to go, he signed with the Bucks, the pre-Tom Brady Bucks, But he led the NFL in receiving yards per catch. Like, D. Jack still ended up being a dude. When he went to the Rams, Mm -hmm. and they didn't need him, Will, all of a sudden, he was an afterthought. He wasn't even playing in games, not even getting targeted. And then he forwent winning a Super Bowl with the Rams and said, you know what, let me just go to Vegas. Let me go to Raiders where at least I'm going to get some touches. DeAndre Hopkins is making the best decision for his brand. Not his team success,
3: but his brand. Well, that's what I'm curious from the both of you is do you think that DeAndre needs another great individual season? Or do you think if he was part of like OBJ going to the Rams, if you're part, maybe not wide receiver one, but you're part of a team that goes to the Super Bowl or goes certainly farther than D hop ever has in the postseason. that that would do more for his brand or his image than simply going and having like proving once again to doubters like me. No, 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 I am a wide receiver one, but he's not like it's maybe one and out when you get to the postseason.
1: season. Well, again, I think it just it came down to the two teams. So I can understand where, okay, Buffalo was interested and Kansas City was interested, but me, I'm just looking at the two teams. So it was better. You know,
0: Patriots and Tennessee. Patriots yeah, you're not and thinking Tennessee. that those were serious. But, 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 assume, but assume to the, Slick's question. There was some, because I do believe there was interest from the Chiefs and from the Bills. Is D-Hop better off going to a team that you know will go further in the playoffs more than likely, but not having as much individual success, playing maybe receiver two to Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, or going to Tennessee, having another 1,000-yard season, but maybe you win the AFC South, or maybe you don't even make the playoffs. What's better for D-Hop? It probably
1: came down to what he wanted the most, and he probably wanted to get paid in this situation. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, guys who are looking for that situation, they are going to take less and go to a team like me. If If I'm a free agent and I have interest from Kansas City, I'm, I'm in Kansas City. Yeah. Well, you want me to take, like, what, five less? No problem for me. I made money. Mm-hmm. So now let me come to this team and get the ring on my resume at the, at the age of 30. And then after that, let me go ahead and go somewhere else and get paid again. And then I can just play my career and pat my stats.
2: Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? As we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. And we'll be going above and beyond, down under. We'll have new podcast episodes
1: every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube,
3: or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Shady, we have had to carry the water of this conversation without you, and it is doing it a criminal injustice because you are better to talk about this topic than all of us sitting here combined, if I am being honest. What? is your reaction you are a running back who is the sixth highest grossing running back in the history of the national football league so you know far too well what playing running back at a high level has done and changed your life what's your reaction
2: to now seeing the position be devalued i dropped six i was like (laughs) there you know what now when i first seen this i was so upset i was so pissed off because i know how much a running back means to a team right like like and we're not talking about this any type of running back. I think we, we kind of get confused on the position. We talking about some of the top players in the league. It, like Josh Jacobs is a top player in the league. He led the league in rushing last year. Yep. He's one of the best offensive weapons that, that you've seen all year. Saquon Barkley. You can't talk about the New York Giants without talking about Saquon Barkley. That's true. And then Tony Pollard. As much as we love Zeke Elliott, and he's such a big name for the Cowboys. He stepped in there, he did his thing. We kind of forgot about Zeke. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are these guys not being paid? I I can't believe it. I mean, I seen Josh Jacobs about two and a half weeks ago, and I'm talking to him about the contract situation. You know what he told me? He said the the Raiders did not even offer him a contract. Now, one thing is negotiating. The other thing is offering a contract. What are we talking about? You don't offer the best running back last year a contract at all. Hmm. When I look at all the top backs, right? Because I I think for a long time, the the running back market has been devalued, worse and worse each year. But one thing that remained the same is like the top guys, they got paid. Alvin Kamara, he got paid. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, he got paid. The top guys get paid. So when I look at a a guy like Josh uh, Jacobs, why is he not getting paid? Hmm. He's been productive in every year he's been in the league. He's averaging 1,200 yards a year. And he's been productive, not only productive, but he's been durable. He hasn't been injured, he hasn't been banged up. So that's my only issue. Is I, there's different arguments? Like Saquon Barkley, he should be getting paid. I don't know that number though, right? Because it's a it's a business side of it, where the business side one one of the toughest positions in football to get hit every every play. Guys are up and down for getting injured and not injured. So I get that argument. But when you look at certain players, Mm. like a Josh Jacobs, he's always consistent. Mm -hmm. Why can't he get paid? So that's my only issue with this, man. It's so frustrating and it's like, how does he even start? Right. (laughs) That's my, I always ask all these running backs, how does he even start? Because when you look at all the top players in the league, you're gonna name running backs, Mm -hmm. that's what you're gonna do. So I don't know what it is, but we gotta figure this thing out. Right, you made a fair point in terms of like, sure. Everyone, all the backs are
1: trying to get paid, but the top players the top need guys. to get paid. Yes. And if you go all the way back to 2011. I think it was AP and Chris Johnson. They kind of set it off, like okay, we're the best yeah. players in the league, right. so now our position needs to get paid. Mm-hmm. And so that's been the trend. The top backs need to get paid. So that's why this discussion in terms of like devalued is really difficult. Because right, we're not. I understand we're talking about the whole consensus of all the running backs, but when you have not just, like, like CMC said, not just the best running backs, but some of the best players, players aren't getting a contract. Is
0: the problem, though, Shady and Will, coming to you all first, is the problem that we paid the top backs and they did not give us the return on investment in a very, very, very public fashion. I remember Shady, Ezekiel Elliott, he was in Cabo at the beginning of training camp. It may have been in the 2018 or 2019 season. He desperately wanted that deal. He ends up getting $95 million. He got significantly more than Dak Prescott while Dak Prescott was quarterbacking the team. As you all know as well as I, we trust your intelligence at home as the viewers. Zeke, he declined year after year after year after year. Christian McCaffrey, he got paid an absorbent amount of money because he was balling. I mean, he gave you 2,300 yards, third most scrimmage yards in the history of the National Football League. Then he got hurt, and he got hurt in back-to-back years. Two stars at the position made an enormous amount of money and both of them in very public fashion started to decline. Ezekiel Elliott, currently a free agent at 27 years old, cut in the midst of that contract. Christian McCaffrey traded in the midst of that contract to the San Francisco 49ers. Does it have to do with the fact that the backs that got paid that crazy bread in very public fashion didn't give you a return on the investment? I mean, that's football.
2: Like, I, I could name you other positions that, that got paid that didn't do well. right? Mm-hmm. That does happens. But when you talk about Christian McCaffrey, for them to give you that type of money, right, and teams to be knocking on the door, begging to trade for you. Like, okay, we want, you, we want to trade for him, and we'll take that contract. That means something. Right. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, every year he's productive. This every is the first year. time we've seen Derrick Henry even kind of hurt. And then when he was hurt, he still was having numbers and yards. And they were like, even the, the Titans were up and down with trying to pay him. am like, hold up. How are you playing around with trying to pay Derrick Henry? Mm-hmm. So as much as you want to say that, because that's some of the arguments. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, like their Henry has been productive 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 yeah, yeah. each year. Mm. And you try you really want to pay him so really good point. the argument I, I just can't understand wh- where it is. It's like why is it this disposition that you want to take out because there's wide receivers yeah. that that get busy get busy and then they start getting hurt. Right. And we don't say that, mm-hmm. right? And Odell Beckham's one of the, probably the most talented wide receivers we've seen. Right. He just got 15 mil. And when he, and when he got, he got paid, he asked me he was hurt hurt Forgot about him for a little yeah, bit. He went to the Browns. I, didn't, I mean, we forgot about him. Yeah, right. Goes to the, uh, the, 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 the Rams, balling again, right? He's back He's hurt again. Mm-hmm, then right. he goes to the Ravens, he gets $15 million. So I'm not trying to, like, point him out, right? Because right. it's a brotherhood. It I want everybody to get their yeah, money. It doesn't but make when sense. you break it down to the running backs, like, well, why are you paying him? Right. A couple in knee injuries, but you won't play running backs that may have missed a couple games from injury. And not nothing as significant as a a torn MCL or ACL. Really well said, really well said. Yeah,
3: some of this is the the evolution of the game and, and the evolution of sport. I was thinking about this with with the NBA, and, and originally I was going to say, well, centers centers have gone gone away. You know what's really gone away? Power forwards. Mm. I was looking to see who the highest paid power forward was. They got like LeBron and Giannis and all these guys. I'm like. Not really power forward. Not in the traditional sense of like power forward now, right? Yeah, forward. exactly. The the position has changed and so has the value. Now, basketball and and, and football, football is a little more regimented. It's a little more uh, it's not as positionless as, as the NBA. But I think what we've seen is teams have had the capability of winning without investing a huge amount of money. In the in in the running back position, yeah, and it's a li- so it's a little bit like, am I going to spend? Am I going to buy a Formula One to take the kids to school? Mm. Well, if I do, I, you know, they're going to be they're never going to be late. I'm always going to be there, right. but I'm probably going to need a co- new car next year, like, yeah. and I'm going to have to buy another Formula One, right? Really good. And point. and I and I so I I think that there's it's just and you look at every other position, it's all they've all become more versatile. Like tight ends are making more money because they've become more than just blockers if you go back to 15 20 years ago now they're 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 pass receivers right um, quarterbacks are dual threats now right even the offensive linemen have changed in terms of how they are physically and what they're asked to do so unfortunately i think it's part of it and but shady you also got me thinking about something which i wonder if it's just the, the idea that the top guys are not getting paid and the top guys always get paid yeah. Is it something about this particular year and these guys' particular situation? Tony Pollard. Hey, we just went through that with Zeke. We're not like we're not going to make that mistake that again. again. The Raiders. I, you can't explain that. Not see. even giving him a contract. That's insane. Yeah. That's what Josh that. Jacobs did, and then with Saquon, they did offer. It just wasn't what he wanted.
2: But see, my only issue was like Tony Pollard. Potter- I get it, Cowboys. Right. If you want to see more of that, right? Sure. Small symbol size, I understand that. He's gone through, he got to prove some more. Like, now oh. he's the feature back. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right, Because he came and he did ball out, but we got to see it again. Yes, sir. Saquon Barkley. I think he's, I think he's probably the most talented running back. Him or CMC, however mm-hmm. how you guys see it. But he's been up and down as far as injuries, playing, mm-hmm. playing, playing the injuries, getting yep. up and down. Mm-hmm. But the only one that's, that's puzzling that I can't understand is Josh Jacobs. I get it. He's been productive. He's been healthy. And each year he balls out, he had 2,000 yards on purpose last year. Yeah. So it's like like... He's a guy that you should be often in contract with.
0: I sure. guess, Shady is any logic, though, is any logic this? Cuz I'm, I'm with you, I've I figured out my reasons, but I'm curious for everybody's reasons. Is it the logic of Josh Jacobs, as good as you were, and you were outstanding. Mm. We still were only 6-11. and 11. Mm. As good as Nick Chubb was, and Nick Chubb was outstanding, the Browns were 7-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. As great as Derrick Henry was, to Shady's point, he did battle some injuries, but I think he still had over 1,300 rushing yards last yeah, year. Right. The Titans were still just 7-10. and 10. Is there any logic to, as great as you are, Josh Jacobs, and you are, Saquon Barkley, and you are all these running backs, you still can only increase my chance to win so
2: much? Well, Will, like, yeah. you see how funny this is, though? <laughs> All the losing that, that he's talking about these other teams, the only position they talking about is the running backs. Right, like the, the uh, Stefan, uh, but Devonte Adams, he plays for Raiders, Raiders, right? Yeah. He got a big, big, big contract. Dude, yep. So he don't get none of that blame for them losing. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like mm. they, they picking the reason why to not right. pay us.
1: Come I on. In, in, all, in all fairness, though, like the point you made with those three teams, they were competitive because, because they had the running backs. Yeah. But they were, but they were losing. Right. If he not there, but they all had what? one common denominator, they all had quarterback issues mm-hmm. when you named those teams. So they were competitive having a star player at running back, but they all had quarterback issues.
3: Yeah, but that's, that still doesn't explain the Raiders. Because they haven't, look, you've we're invested. Ready? No, no, I'm so. not saying you, why. They, but you've, in, you've invested in Dak Prescott. So I can see where, like, you've got to manage your money as a result of of, of, of that number. Well, and he's up or, soon, too. Or you just did Daniel Jones. So you've got to be judicious with, with Saquon Barkley. But the Raiders aren't spending any money on, on, on a quarterback right now. Right. They got, they got uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at, the, at a cut rate. If is, you were going to load up on Josh Jacobs, this I would think this would be the time is, you do me, it. Let me ask though. this
0: then. Let's let's and again, this is difficult because Slick, you are outnumbered. You are dealing with three athletes, so we might have a more biased perspective. Let me try to lean into athlete. the non. Let me lean into the non-professional athlete perspective. Thank Rick's you. an athlete. We do Where here? is where is the logic in paying Josh Jacobs when you could just tag him? In the, in, the, in, the, in the manner, Shady, in which I could pay Josh Jacobs $10 million this year, and if he balls again and I got to pay him $12 million next year, 120% yeah. is the increase. If he balls again and I got to pay him $12 million next year, why would I not manipulate the franchise tag, which the NFL players collectively bargained for? Why would I pay Josh Jacobs $30 million guaranteed if I could just pay him $10? If any of us want to go negotiate to buy a new car or a new house or a new suit... Yeah. And we could pay less, we would. So how can we, which are all intelligent individuals up here on this desk, act as though we don't understand the business
3: aspect? Well, I, I will say that the only guys that we've heard from complaining about the circumstances are running backs. Like, we haven't heard anybody else. Like, we haven't heard anybody speak up for Josh Jacobs from the Raiders to say, hey, that, like... What he means to us, we we should be taking care of him. You haven't heard that from any other position or anybody else. It's from within the Raiders, like his own teammates? Yeah. Like, I shouldn't – I mean, if he means that much, (laughs) if if he's done that much, doesn't he deserve – Like, shouldn't Daniel
0: Jones be speaking up for Saquon Barkley? Well, I mean, we, we've we seen these types of risks before. Philadelphia Eagles, Donovan McNaz spoke up for Brian Westbrook, but didn't spoke up for, speak up for Terrell Owens. So T.O. started out being mad. You know all too well. I won't say it all on television. But we don't you think, like, to point, that it. point, like, uh, yeah. Slick. DJ
2: Daniel Jones could say, you, yeah, you, I wouldn't be successful know, without Saquon. You never really, you know this. You know yeah, 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 try it's, to not, get, it's, it's not everybody's place. But they feel it. But let me ask you a better question, though. How do you think that, that the offense, right, when, will feel at camp when, when our best player's not there, second-best player. So Josh Jacobs, he comes to the team, right, and he's not there. So then eventually he's going to show up, eventually. Mm-hmm. I'll pray he eventually shows up. Because mm-hmm. I, I hate when players, like, sit the whole year out. Yeah. I would never advise that. But let's say he shows up. How do you think he going to feel when Jimmy, Jimmy G is the quarterback and he's going to pay more? He's like, yo. I'm no, we're nowhere near on the same planet. <laughs> how do you think that would start with the offense? So now, uh, Devontae Adams is my boy. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm talking to him about it. And we're looking at the quarterback. So now it's not the quarterback's fault. It's the, it's the, it's the GM. It's the head coach. It's like, yo, man, treat us right. You don't want to have that term oil in the locker room where now it's like players against management because it happens all the time.
3: And to answer that question, you, we were asking, like, how do you look at it from uh, an outside of a professional athlete's perspective (laughs) is it's 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 that it's like what does he mean to the culture Mm. of my team what does he mean to the locker room like i want to be right by him so this guy comes in and wants to get after it as opposed to yeah i'm gonna nickel and dime you and i'm gonna save a couple of bucks but what is the intangible damage that i'm doing to my team i think there's a value in that in taking care of a guy who's played the way that josh has terrible bro Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Show YouTube channel.
0: Chris Paul is a warrior now, but don't forget about the battles throughout the years that Chris Paul's had with the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green, he had a lot to say, a lot to say about his new teammate. Take a listen. I publicly said I didn't like Chris before. Like, I'm just not going to be like, oh, man, that changed now he's my teammate. No. I look forward to talking amongst men. I have tried to tell you, Slick, (laughs) I'm trying to tell you all, America, there is going to be an issue with Chris Paul in Golden State. I was reading a book earlier today and one of my favorite quotes from it is, don't let your ego get in the way of making the best decision possible. Mm. And I believe that Draymond Green's ego has often gotten in his way of making the best decision possible, albeit with Kevin Durant, albeit with Jordan Poole, and albeit now saying, yes, I have publicly said I don't like Chris Paul, rather than simply saying, But you know, he's my teammate now. I'm gonna get to know him in a different fashion. I'm not just gonna sit here and say I like him now. I look forward to getting to know him amongst men. No, like the ego has gotten in the way for Draymond Green and Chris Paul, you know he has an ego himself, Mm -hmm. rightfully so, all athletes do. But the question is, the question is, can you taper and channel that ego positively? Mm -hmm. We've seen Chris Paul's ego in the last seven days. Shady brought the points up yesterday, as did Slick. A reporter asked Chris Paul how he felt about coming off the bench. Chris Paul snapped back and said, you coaching? Ego. How dare you assume I will come off the bench? Mm-hmm. Draymond Green. I don't like Chris Paul, and I'm not going to say that now I do. Mm-hmm. Ego. Slick. I believe there is an issue brewing.
3: What's your reaction? I do not believe that there is an issue brewing. I believe that while birds of a feather may not flock together. But they do. Okay. They can fly together. It's mm. <laughs> they just not going to flock. Right. And we've seen, look, we've seen guys, Pat Bev, Russ Westbrook, we've seen guys who have had beefs mm, in yes the past yeah. who have gotten together and they've played together. They don't have to be friends. I, I don't know what your guys experience was. If you ever had somebody on your team that you didn't quite oh, been there. see eye to eye with. Right. But when you got on the field or when you had to get the job done, you were like, I'm not I'm not going to get I'm not going to allow us to get in the way of we right. and getting the job done. And what I believe you, you pointed out, whether it's ego or it's pride. I think Draymond Green and Chris Paul have a lot in common. I mm-hmm. think that that's why, as competitors, they have butted heads. But I also believe it's why that they can come together when they have a conversation. Because they have the same mindset, which is, what do we have to do to win? What do I have to do to win? I, if I respect you as a competitor, right, Then, and I know you compete as hard as I do, I can find a way for you to be my teammate. I may have not liked competing against you and the way you approached it. But once you're my teammate, we're going to yeah. find a way to get it done.
2: See, and that's, I take it like that. Like, OK, so maybe we didn't get along we were competing against each other. That happens. But now we're on the same team, have the same goals. He might become Draymond Green's main man. <laughs> like, like, and then what he said on there, I, I actually respect. He said, yes, I'm on record for saying I don't like Chris Paul, mm-hmm. right? For whatever reason it may be. Mm-hmm. I would take it because it's probably competing against each other. Chris might do some things he don't like, whatever it is. And then, now he said, I'm not going to change because he's my teammate now. Right. He said, but I look forward to having a conversation like men, yeah, yeah. to hash out whatever issue we might have had. I might have said, or you might have said, or someone might have thought, you might have thought we could talk as men and clear it out because we have a job to do, and that's winning the championship. So, I love what, what Draymond Green said, and I, I truly think that vets, these guys are both vets, yeah. right? They're, they're involved in a lot of different businesses. You, you see things that Chris Paul's doing off, off the court. So is Draymond Green. And If you can do things like that, working with people that you probably don't like, Mm -hmm. but you have a common goal, why not play a game of basketball, which you've been playing for so many years. Chris wants to win a championship, and I feel like Draymond Green, that's the DNA of the Warriors. They wanna win a championship. Mm -hmm. So why not work together and figure it out? I love what you all are saying,
0: but don't you think, as leaders, I think the collective age of Draymond Green and Chris Paul has to be around 70 plus, right? Like 75 or so. If they wanted to work together and figure it out, America, if they wanted to work together and figure it out, Shady, Don't you think someone should have done that by now? In the sense of, they've been teammates roughly a month. Mm -hmm. These things are not hard to find Mm -hmm. nor utilize. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to pick up the phone and call your mans, hey bro, I know we have beef privately. I know we have beef publicly. But let's go ahead and resolve this so we can go ahead to win a chip. Why are you still talking about things on podcasts publicly when he's been your teammate for over a month now? We should have resolved that. Draymond been in Golden State 10-plus years. Slick, if I'm getting a, 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 a new partner in crime on television, a new partner so, in crime writing my book, how you, I'm calling him ASAP. How are you
2: that know they did speak? Like, like. Congrats, happy to have you on the team, and that might have been it. And they might need to be face to face to work things out. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to call me, Mm -hmm. right? Congratulate me, thank you, but if we got an issue, we need to see this hand in hand, face to face. Talk to me like that. That's more respectful than a a text. That's fair. I like that. I like that. Don't you think, though, like, if you're Draymond and you
0: are the leader of the team, a leader so much so that you have quite literally gone and pleaded with Kevin Durant to come join your squad. So Mm -hmm. we know Draymond Green is willing to travel, gone Mm -hmm. to the Hamptons, Mm -hmm. willing to go above and beyond to, 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 to make amends and to make men's meet. Right. Don't you think he should have done that with future Hall of Famer, top five point guard in the history of the game of basketball, Chris Paul?
3: I think it depends on the urgency of things. Yes, and right. I don't right. see an urgency as of right now. Like, we got to fix this right now. In fact, it would I would probably take it the other way. Like, uh, on some level, he's not worried about this working out. Like, we're going to get together. We're going to hash it out. We both want the same thing. Like, I don't need to jump on this and get this fixed right away because we're going to have time to do that. And don't forget, while there might be some ego involved, like, Draymond Green is coming off of... The disagreement with Jordan Poole. Mm. Draymond is coming off of, as you've pointed out, the allegation that he ran Kevin Durant off. Like, there's a little bit of pressure on Draymond Green to make this work. Like, he, he and, and the same, I would say, for Chris Paul at this point. Like, dude, Phoenix, Phoenix jumped off your boat mm-hmm. to go get Bradley Beal. That's true. Like, they both have a little something at, to prove and at stake. And I think that that is going to make them a little more malleable than you would hey, otherwise think. And hey, you know what? I'm not even to
2: bring this up, but, you know, the, the Draymond Green, the father, they were going back and forth. Jordan so, Poole's father. Yeah, yep. Jordan Poole. Yep. And I've and I seen the punch. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best punches I've ever seen in years, though, bro. Like the overhand right? Yeah. Like, I, and I'm a boxing fan. And they, he really uses hips. But it
3: wasn't a sucker punch. It, it wasn't a sucker Ooh. punch. It wasn't. Nah, 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 nah. Because I keep hearing it being described as no, a no, sucker no, no. punch. No. Well, when you than me and you had exactly. issues, I'm, and, all, I'm and, already, I'm
2: already you. defensively. Yo, back up on me, homie. Yo, back up on but, me. But here is, here's a, the
0: a sharp disagreement I think I have, Slick, with what you're saying. is mm. You continue to say that Draymond Green and Chris Paul, they want the same thing. Yeah. They do. But I don't think it's the same priority of which they want it. Every NFL player wants to win a Super Bowl. Every NFL NBA player wants to win a championship. Mm-hmm. But I can tell by Shady's actions. Shady can tell by my work ethic. I can tell by your commitment. How much do you want it? Mm-hmm. We all at home want to get in better shape. But if you're still eating a burger and fries at midnight, how much do you want it? Fair. Chris Paul wants to win a championship. But at the point in which the Warriors, a Warriors reporter assumes he will come off the bench, because him coming off the bench probably promotes them winning a championship most, and he says, You coaching? Yeah. At the point in which Draymond Green wants to win a championship, but in order to win a championship, you need to rectify your tension with Chris Paul as urgently as possible, then how much do you want it? So I hear you when you say they both want the same thing, but if. Draymond Green wanted to win a chip more than he wanted to punch Jordan Poole in the moment He wouldn't have punched Jordan Poole If Jordan Poole wanted to win a chip more than he wanted to be a thorn in everybody's side He might have shut his trap sooner Mm. So everybody wants something, but what are you willing to do to get it?
3: Yeah, I I appreciate that because I do believe Don't tell me what you want to do, show me Mm. And when someone is all in, you know they're all in Because every action that they take is directed at the, uh, at the goal and there aren't any hidden agendas and there isn't any like, oh, why aren't they here today or why did that happen or whatever. I just look at where Draymond Green, what Draymond Green has done historically uh, over, over the course of his career in that he has made concessions. Like he hasn't always stepped in the right direction, but he's always made good on it. And I just I don't see I don't necessarily see the urgency on his part to go and get with Chris Paul, because I think it's going to be a collective thing. You could make the case that is as much between Steph and Chris Paul as it is between Draymond and Chris Paul. Right. Uh, There was a time where where uh, where Chris like had, remember, the the, had the fake smile, the fake smile and then he walked off with Steve Kerr. And he did the shimmy like there. It's not just Dre.
2: Like right. Even Steph, it's, though. It's,
3: Steph, Steph told him this ain't tw- uh, 2012 2014, or 2014. No
2: yeah. yeah, They both got that That's competition, right. though.
3: Right. And so I, I don't know that it would be Dre's, even Dre's place necessarily to go out and, and individually try to get this right. I think it's a collective thing that has to happen. And I would also say I, I, get, I totally get your, your question about Chris Paul and his willingness to do what it takes. But knowing the history of his relationship with with reporters and the way he's always been kind of sarcastic. I, I don't take that reaction as a reflection of his resistance to to coming off the bench as much as it is a resistance to having a reporter suggest that he's going to come off the bench. The world's best skateboard, BMX, and Moto X athletes are heading to X Games, California to compete for gold. Download the free Caffeine TV app to watch all the best tricks on the X Games channel. You can tune in to catch Tony Hawk, Salema, Nigel Houston, Sky Brown, and more live from July 21st through July 23rd. And watch On Demand anytime after.
0: Okay, straight on camera, family. We are talking football in an intricate fashion. Lamar Jackson, shady, Lamar Jackson, maybe the most talented quarterback or top three most talented quarterbacks in all of football, all things included. The only player ever to win a unanimous MVP. Well, this offseason, mm. he added Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College in the first round, burner. Mm. He added Todd Munkin, two-time offensive Todd coordinator, Munkin. national champion mm. at the University of Georgia. You added Odell Beckham, one of the most talented receivers of the game of football. His has ever seen when healthy. Not only that, you added luxury pieces. Nelson Aguilar is in there, he'll be your third or fourth receiver. Rashad Bateman was drafted in the first round two years back, he'll be your second or first receiver depending on how that goes. Running game has always been great. So when I think about the Ravens, I'm wondering Slick, do you expect Lamar Jackson to take that next step?
2: Are you ready for this, Shady? <laughs> Man, you typically hate on my boy, so we'll hear what happens Ooh. now.
3: I do. I I don't see how he can not. Got it. Because Greg Roman could only take him so far. That's true. Greg Roman was going to do with him him, what he did with Colin Kaepernick, what he does when he has a running quarterback, and I'm going to make the most of it. But now he has Todd, Todd Munkin. He has a new offensive coordinator, and he has new talented pieces around him. What I like most is the variety of the receivers that he has, not only in terms of the roles that they can play, but you're telling me that OBJ can't teach Lamar Jackson a little bit about what it is to be a passing quarterback and how to get him the ball and how they can work certain things. So I just see it set up where he's got the security of the contract now. He's got the talent around him. And there's an old Chinese proverb when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And to me, that's where Lamar Jackson is. He's the student. He is the student. And he now has the opportunity with the pieces around him, with Todd Munkin there, a, a, a more passing-oriented offensive coordinator, to take him to the next step. Now, how big that step is remains to be seen. But do I think that we're going to see the best of Lamar Jackson as a dual threat this season? Without question, I do.
2: I think this will be his best year. Ooh, that's, sh- that's the largest. I mean that, yes, yeah, especially throwing the ball at like that. Yeah. I, just, I just see the, the talent he has finally. He finally has a number one receiver that when, when, when he plays different no. teams, they're like, okay, now we gotta watch out for his number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Then you go down to the tight end. Yeah. Mark Andrews is one of the best he's tight ends in the game. Ball. Right? So lighten. now you have that. And then Rashad Bateman, coming back from injury, yeah. he was showing some promise and talent. Like, okay, he's gonna be pretty good, then he gets injured. Yeah. But he was on that path, then you add Jay Flowers in there. Yeah, Plus that defense. So I'm all for Lamar Jackson and these Ravens. I think they have a big year this year. Here's the thing though, Jay, let's, let's take the gloves off. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson has to have a big year this year. Mm. In my mind,
0: he has to, right? Like, when you answer every question that Lamar Jackson had, he wanted money, America. He got it. Mm -hmm. He wanted a new offensive coordinator, America. He got it. it. Mm -hmm. He wanted more help at wide receiver, America. He got it in abundance. Mm -hmm. Odell Beckham got a contract offer, probably 3x what the market was asking him because the Ravens were that desperate. Odell Beckham making more money than DeAndre Hopkins. Keep in mind, Odell did not play all of last year. Odell making more than D Hop is going to make this year because the Ravens needed to oblige to to Lamar Jackson's request and unofficial demands. Yeah. Jay, he has to no doubt. take the next step.
4: No doubt, and, and you hit it right on the nose. They have done everything in their power to make sure he takes the next step. Mm. I had an opportunity to go down there to Baltimore and get in the facilities and, and talk to Monkey. And he said, we are taking Lamar Action Jackson back to Louisville. Ooh, It's four wide. Come get oh. him. He's gonna get the ball out of his hands. He's gonna throw this thing, make the right reads. And it's not going to be nine people in the box that he got to juke. If he does choose to scramble, it's going to be five people in the box. He got to make one miss to go do what he does. All we've been hearing is how talented a passer Lamar Jackson is, and he just ain't had the chance to show it. Mm. He is going to get the opportunity to show that this year. And it's up to him, like you said, Ancho. The plays will be right. They will be called right. The ball is going to be in Lamar Action Jackson's hands, and he has all the weapons around him to get that done. Another thing I'm hearing out of that camp is Zay Flowers is the best receiver out there, including OBJ, and it ain't close. Hmm. So with everybody eyes on OBJ and OBJ come back to the Rams in the Super Bowl and finishing that year out strong, looking like that OBJ, with the d- addition of Zay Flowers, who can do everything. He's not just a burner. You could put him on the outside. You could put him in the slot to run all the routes. This offense has answers to every single thing any defense wants to give him. And it's a bigger answer when you talk about Lamar Jackson being able to use his legs when they're spread out like
3: that. So is there any doubt on this panel, that he will take that next step? You're saying he has to. Oh, he has. And I'm looking at what he has, and I'm thinking, how can he not? But I don't don't think there's any accident you framed it the way that you did.
4: I don't know if this makes sense. But I want him to
0: so bad I'm scared. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you, you get what I'm saying? As you were talking, I literally was about to ask you this question. This will either be the best or worst thing to happen to Lamar Jackson. Think about what James Jones was saying. I mean, brilliantly, if you're talking about spreading out four wide receivers and Shady, you know this, Chip Kelly's offense, y'all were able to get busy because it was just, hey, we're going to spread everybody out. 11 personnel, every now and then 10 personnel, 12 personnel, Mm -hmm. rarely 11 personnel, meaning one tight end on the field, 12 personnel America, two tight ends on the field. If you were going to spread them out,
3: Slick, there's no excuse for Lamar Jackson. Understood, but so where does the doubt come in? Why are you scared? The why doubt. why I are doubtful. you? No. What? What? What is it that you are? You have the not da- seen, or doubt, that you need to see. The doubt comes in because
4: we have seen him do everything so consistently and so great except pass this ball consistently and great. You know what I'm saying? So now that you're telling me the ball is in Lamar Action Jackson's hands and I want him to I'm not saying look like Patrick Mahomes or look like Joe Burrow or like but we're expecting him to spin it over the yard like that. That has never been the game plan for him. So this is going to be the first time that everybody really gets to see him drop back maybe 40 times a game, a couple of games. You know what I'm saying? He's not necessarily do that. Let me try to give it to you like like coach. That's what I'm saying. here, so that, why. that's why we're scared because, with, we, have not, because will, we have not
0: seen him I, I'll, do I'll, it. I'll try to put it in like uh, analogy form. It's like whenever I don't see something two five, I ask myself why I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my homeboys when I first moved to LA always wore hats yeah. always wore hats like we <laughs> was going to wear a different type of fitted different type of fitted Oakland A's hat always wore you like baseball now nah, bro, I just wear hats then one day he finally took the hat off for us. oh you're bald yeah. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you're wearing hats yeah. because you are trying to mask something mm-hmm. we never really saw Trey Lance with the San Francisco 49ers never really saw him mm-hmm. then when we did see him last year wait why aren't you passing the ball
3: mm-hmm. like, just
0: running the ball running the ball then he got hurt Why don't we see you? And then when we did see you, why didn't you pass the ball? Then it's like, oh wait. So with Lamar Jackson, I'm not saying that he's trying to mask something. But what I am saying is, to Jay's point, is like, I'm always wondering if we don't see something, why haven't we seen? Wait, why isn't Shady in in pass protection? Mm -hmm. Like, why isn't Shady in in pass? Oh, because he doesn't like the pass block. That's just what I'm wondering. I block.
2: Don't use the phrase. (laughs) My my, my thing is sometimes also. So why are we? I guess judging Lamar fat when it should be more of the coordinator. Because the coordinator, that's who he is. No matter if it's, Lamar Jackson, no matter if it's Patrick Mahomes, no doubt. He's on coach the way that he coaches. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid, them same plays we see Patrick Mahomes do, he maybe tweaked it a little bit. Yeah. But that's his offense. No right? Yeah. So Lamar, it's not his fault they didn't throw the ball a lot because Greg Roman, yeah. he don't wanna throw the ball. He wanna throw the ball. He wanna put you in. No doubt. And and the big personnel. Yeah. The Ravens is the only team that has a 300... Pound, fullback, tight end. Come on. My question, though, Shady... And we're in 2023 nowadays. Like, what are we doing?
0: My question, though, is I trust trust John Harbaugh. He's won a Super Bowl before, before Lamar Jackson. Okay. At the point in which John John Harbaugh acquires Greg Roman to become his offensive coordinator, is Harbaugh saying... That is going to put Lamar Jackson in the best position to succeed. Lamar did win unanimous MVP, albeit like Shady has said brilliantly. Greg Roman has been limited. Many people say limited. But at the point in which John Harbaugh, who's won a Super Bowl, is like, you know what? Greg Roman will help Lamar succeed the best. And Lamar goes out and wins unanimous MVP. I'm
2: wondering, is is Harbaugh seeing something in Lamar that we are not? I think sometimes you can evolve as a player. Right? I feel like when I was my second year, to where I was in like my fourth, the fifth, the sixth year, I was a different player. So you can you bigger playbook. And, and I don't want to come at Harbaugh, but like he's not dealing with the offense. Mm-hmm. It's not he's known for that. Mm-hmm. Not known for that. I feel like he's seen a, 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 a great defense he had. Yep. We're gonna run the ball well, and that's our DNA to win games, yep. which the Ravens been doing it for years. Yeah. But I feel like now it's changed. Time to level to, to, up to yeah. be a, a great team nowadays, especially a winner. Gotta be a good, good offense. offense. But that, but like Acho said, that, that,
4: that is why this is, is scary for me because I want Lamar to do so well, but. We haven't seen it consistently, Man. Shady, with him throwing. I'm rocking out with no, Lamar. No, 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 I ain't listen, scared. I ain't worried. I'm counting on the MVP. Ha, we haven't Unanimous seen, MVP. We haven't Let's seen get it, it consistently. We haven't seen it consistently. That is why you, it worries everybody. It's called Because
2: can do it. I believe in God. That's God. God. called faith. faith, baby. I believe in Action Jackson. <laughs> faith without works. is mm. dead. time for Lamar to go to work. Let's go.
0: <laughs> the question is, will we see Saquon Barkley at Camp. I love having this conversation. I love it, especially because I have an all-time rushing leader for an NFL organization to my right. So there is no one better to have this dialogue than the four gentlemen situated at this desk. 2-5. Should
2: the Giants be worried about Saquon?
4: Mm. I'm
2: going to say no. Mm. I mean, you spoke about it. It's too late, right? Like, like I, I hate when teams, when they draft these players high, right, they expect them to be good players, right? Great players. Yeah. And then when it's time to pay him, they, they get funny acting. Like, they don't want to pay him. You knew this was going to happen. St. Barkley was a dog at Penn State. Yep. He was a dog with the Giants. Yep. Right? And he still is. And it's like, now what can we do? Because now if he comes to the team, he's going to sign a 10-year, one-year, 10-year deal, deal for, the, yep. for the tag, right? But they can't give him a contract. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, what can he really do? Mm-hmm. I, I, I highly doubt he's going to sell out of football for a whole year. That means no money at all. Yep. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, what's he supposed to do? So, when you yeah. ask him, are they worried about it? Nah. They they, they, they they made this monster, so now they got to deal with it. But I don't think they're worried, Jay, for a different reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're worried
0: because, and I say this with respect, Saquon Barkley is all bark and no bite as it Ooh. pertains to his contract dispute. Mm-hmm. As a player, oh, he all bark yeah. and all bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as it pertains to the contract dispute, yeah. Saquon Barkley, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And good guys, oftentimes, they pay the price of being a good guy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to be the bad guy if you want to get breaded. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been the good guy this whole time. Remember in the interview that we saw? It was from July 11th, but we played it yesterday during the show. Saquon, was, he was oscillating, if you will. Ah, should I hold out? I might have to, but I don't want to. If you're the bad guy, you don't have any question of what you're going to do. Yeah. I remind you all, Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. last year, before the Super Bowl, he removed all affiliation with the Arizona Cardinals from his social media. Yeah. He has just got bounced from the playoffs, James Jones. Mm-hmm. After the Pro Bowl, the Super Bowl hadn't even been played yet. They still in the middle of the 2022 <laughs> season. And Kyler Murray, as you were seeing on your screen, completely removed all association from the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And he just so happened to become the second highest paid quarterback in the history of the National Football League. Sometimes, Jay, you got to be a bad guy. Should the Giants be
2: worried?
4: Sometimes you got to be a bad guy, but sometimes you think like, okay, we still got a long time to get this stuff done. We're going to get it a- deal done and ain't no need for me to act a fool yet you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying but the Giants should absolutely be worried and they should be worried from this standpoint as a football player even as a man respect is everything right okay right now Saquon Barkley feels disrespected I'm the best player on your football team been the best player on your football team when healthy for the last three years Right. And you are going to pay a guy that I feel like I'm better than on the football team, even if even though he's the quarterback. Right. You're going to pay him, give him what he wants and you're not going to give me what I want. Right. So I'm with Shady. I'm not turning down 10 million dollars. I'm never getting that. can do it. So I will show up. I don't know when I'm going to show up, but I will show up. But then this is when the problem occurs. When I get there, Brian Dable, don't come up in my face smiling. Mm. Y'all don't come up in me smiling like, oh, everything good, Saquon, whatever you need. No, I needed my contract done. Mm. And y'all didn't get my contract done. So, you know, when we come up in this game plan, oh, so we running all these boots and all that type stuff. Oh, I'm only getting 15 care. Oh, okay, I see how y'all trying to play. Just the little stuff will trigger you. When it comes to my teammates, the locker room's a locker room. They ain't got nothing to do with my contract. I'm going to be Saquon Barkley in in that locker room and do that. But when it comes to ownership and management and head coaches and coaches, I think that's where they are going to have a problem because you are not going to get a happy Saquon Barkley because he feels disrespected
3: right now. They say nice guys finish last. Some, mm. uh, they do, they do say that. The mm. I've been last that, a couple right? times. I've been
0: second to last. I don't yeah. know what that's <laughs> saying. I might be nice.
3: I, I, I don't necessarily believe that that is applicable on the field, but I do believe it's applicable in the bread line. Mm. Like, you're going, oh, no, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go right ahead. No, I'll wait. And that's what Saquon Barkley has done. And to your point, yeah, he is a dog on the field. Dog. And dog. I don't expect that to change. Yeah. I don't see him, yeah, is he, will he have some sort of protest? Might he miss some training camp? Yeah, he might do that. But then he runs the risk for a guy who has had injuries Mm -hmm. of, are you ready for the season? Are you ready to play? So he's got to protect himself because it's one thing to sit out or say, you know what, I got a hammy, I can't go. It's another thing if you legitimately are not ready to go and you play in game one, you play at some point in the season, which I assume he would because he wants to get paid. Mm-hmm. And now you get hurt, and now long-term, your ability to make something beyond this season is mm-hmm. compromised. So he's in an, an impossible situation. What's embarrassing to me is all the things that he's doing now, he should have done six months ago. Like What's the belief,
4: though, that it's going to get I, done. we a couple million away. I, ain't no need, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like we five, ten million, and they, like, ain't not even close. All, everything we heard was... I 1 or 2 that. million
3: away. But you got to draw you got to draw the invisible line for yourself. Because otherwise, you're playing into their game, which is like, we just keep kicking this can down the road. If you feel like, okay, we're working on this TV, if you feel like, hey, I'm in really good talks with with
4: Fox, right? right? we have right. a billion or two off, right? You know, so, hey, we got a little time to get this thing done. Right. You're not just gonna say, I'm taking all this stuff down when you feel like, hey,
0: it's, it's gonna happen. No, you know, but, well. Shady brought this up. Shady, you brought this up yesterday, though. <laughs> At what point in time in a contract negotiation do you gotta kick up dust? Drew Rosenhouse, your phenomenal agent, helped you get paid. You're one of the highest paid players in the history of that position. So you know about making money as a running back really better than all running backs in history outside of five players. At what point what you grinning for? I see it on his wrist.
2: He's No, I'm going to say this. Well, they, they won first round, though, so it's hard for me to. It is. It is. I'm, on, I'm a it little like, second A little second round. A little second okay. round. a little second round.
0: At what point did Saquon have kicked up dust? At what point
2: did you kick up dust? At what point are you done playing nice? You know what? So the thing is, like, the team has to show enough, like, of confidence that we really want you. And show me that. Don't tell me, show me that. So when we went to this table to get a deal done, It's some things that I wanted. I'm like, Drew, we can't, we got to get this. And some things that they wanted, that, hey, we, they, the, the GM telling Andy Reid and, and, and the owner, we got to get this. You meet in the middle because I want to be here and you want me here, mm-hmm. right? So w- when I hear that million or two uh, apart, I don't believe that. Mm. I don't believe that. That's talk. That's talk for the media, for us. But as a player, I've been in contract situations on the phone all night. What, we, what look like, Drew, what's going on? Texting Andy Reid, big guy, what we doing? And if it's a million or two dollars, you're going to get that done. They find a way. They give you something and a mm-hmm. bonus. Incentives, right? If they're going to give it to you, give you a bonus. Yep, yep, I wanted yep. to jump over um, my contract at the time. It was uh repeat was number one. Adrian Foster was two? Adrian Foster was the big dog at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was trying to jump over him. He got his deal. And that was a fight for me, right? They had their arguments why and, and I had my arguments why. And, but at the end of the day, they got it done. And I didn't jump over him by a lot. By like $80,000. Yeah. You sometimes. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but, but they, I'm they, the dude now. Right. But I wanted like at least a million or two more. Yeah. Nah. I didn't get that. And they didn't get it. What they did was I got what I wanted, $80,000 over Aaron Foster. but And they didn't get, have to give me that big 2 to $3 million that I wanted. So if a team wants you and it's $1 or $2 million difference, they'll find a way to make that They were far apart. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they, they thought something way different than, than what Saquon and yeah. Asian one, Because if you're telling me our best player on our team, not even the offense, yeah. I'm going to go out and say the team. Yeah. The best yeah. player on our team, yeah. the one that, that got us there, right, that was fifth in all purpose yards mm-hmm. of the whole NFL. Not just running backs, are the whole positions in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And you telling me that we can't get a deal done for a million or two million dollars? So, so I, I, I got a that. question for you,
4: Shady. So within that little one or two million dollars, that's not a lot of money when you're talking about, 30 guaranteed or whatever you may be talking about. If they didn't give you that 80,000
2: over Aaron Foster and they're like, no, nah, we stuck here. You signing it? I probably would have signed it. Yeah, it was, it was a good deal. It was a really good deal. I mean, they gave, me, they gave me a lot up front. I think my first deal I got was like 21, 22 million dollars guaranteed. At the time, it was really, really good. So, yeah, let's take that. And I, and, and I think the, um, my first three years was the big numbers in there. So we can work everything else other than that, so but you got to get I think that's the problem though But what I'm saying so when you ask for a million or two million dollars Like come on if, I, hey, if I'm gonna what? guarantee you 20 compared a million dollars uh, compared to 22 You're not tripping over that yeah. Think about it though, if you're on Fox like we I'm with you on, on that one. But that makes me wonder
0: at what point like I don't like being led astray You know what I mean? I, I don't like just oh I see something on Twitter and I just get to tweeting about it Like I can't believe this yeah. Right. At what point are we all kind of tripping? In the mm. sense that, Jay, like, if Shady's right, if it was t- more than $2 million yeah. off, and okay. I do believe to some degree it was, like, should Saquon not have accepted, from what we heard, there was a $13 million deal? Mm. Like, that's a lot of money for a yeah. position that ain't nobody paying right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if there was yeah. a 13, 13 a million, thir- 13 well, 18. at least 13 guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might have been two years, 20 with 13, whatever the case may be. Gotcha. Like, at what point is it, you know what, maybe we tripping, yeah. because... 13 million, first off, let me say this and then stick like up past baton. $10 million for a running back is a lot of money, given the fact that they know, they're they not trying to pay running backs right now. Yeah. Let's just make that abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. $10 million is a lot of money. Miles Sanders, Shady, I believe, got the highest guarantees this offseason, yeah. and he signed like a three-year, $15 yeah. million dollar deal or something.
2: Uh, or no, no, no. I, was think, I think he got six years. year. Yeah. I think he got something like six years. year like, like that. Yeah, and, and,
0: now, you know, and he was a pro bowler he's last a pro year. Baller. He was a pro bowler. He had a, a great player. season last yep. year. Went to Penn State, second-round pick, all the things well, wait, as well. Can, can right. I, can I, can I just real quick, last
2: before you go off? even if it's like the, the, the yearly average, Agreed. right, if it's the yearly average income, you can play with so many different things, add an extra year, add a little yeah. bit more guarantee. You can figure out what you want to do, bro. You, you y'all know this if you want to get a deal done. Yeah.
3: So this is the problem. Number one, I, I disagree with you in that Saquon, if he was offered anything above 10 million multiple years, that he would say, look at the market. I don't, like, I'm still getting paid well. He's looking at Daniel Jones getting paid the way he did Mm -hmm. on potential. And he's looking at what he means to the New York Giants. He's going, I don't care what the going rate for running backs is right now. Like, I know what I mean to the New York yeah, Giants right now. And yeah. I know you just spent money but on you your quarterback. But, but you can't do that. Thank you. you I was going to say that, Shady. Like, you can't do that.
2: What,
0: you can't count other people's pockets. No. You got to put blinders it's on. Some, it's a you got to count it's your, own,
3: it's count your own, own dollars in I this life. I get that. I get that. And this is the other problem here. Because to your point, like, hey. I don't know if he was offered $13 million guaranteed. Hmm. Like I don't know what he was offered, right, right. and that. So if you're trying to get the court of public opinion, which is what he's doing with all the stuff that he's doing now, mm. the Giants. If he comes into the building mad, yeah. if, if, but he's going to play. Mm. Okay, uh, it's a little uncomfortable, gonna but, but still, he's going to play. Uh, like boy. we're getting what we want. Like okay, we don't. We're like we're not going to have. We're not going to have lunch together. Okay. But if he plays, I can accept that because I'm getting him at the number that I want. He's going to perform. He has to perform for his own benefit. It's not ideal, but I get it. But what what I don't know is, was he really being underserved in what they were offering him? And if they were, he needed to bring that out before we got to the finish line. I kind of agree with you. Wait, wait,
2: so McCaffrey's at 15, right? 16. 16. Oh, I'm sorry, 16. Yep. And then Camara's at 15. At 15. Yep. Yep. Right. And
4: then this number three is? King Henry, I think, at 14 or something.
3: Oh, so. Uh, it drops but, off a lot. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you got to start
2: talking about that running back. But here's the
0: thing, though, 2-5, okay. so I just got this uh, in my ear. Miles Sanders got the highest guaranteed this year at 13. So a okay. year, $25 million, 13, 13. guaranteed. Oh, so, so we need 20.
2: We need 20. You need I got, in, in 2011. I was getting 20s in Thank you. So that's minimum. 14. I got. I got like 28. Hold on. out. Oh, see, I, I didn't. I won't even yeah. think of the. Oh, nah. He is right. Yeah. I can't offer no man 13 guaranteed. He. he Oh, no, nah, he
4: right. So you put, basically, he's, oh. so that's that's two times you disrespecting me. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm the best player on the team. I'm texting Dayball right now. <laughs> Dayball, my man, I'm texting like, they're And then you put me in the category of Miles Sanders, no, 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 But here's a question, here's Ooh, a question though, be real though, be real, Come be real, on, be real. Man.
0: You got 13 guaranteed, but it's a four year, $25 million deal. That only breaks out to 6.25 a it year? It don't Six. matter, you know all we're chasing and all Is
4: Saquon Barkley was chasing was the guaranteed. Fair. So as for Miles Sanders, Having not the career Saquon Barkley has had it's coming off a good season, saying, "Oh, you are gonna give me 13 million a year? Give me that 13 million guaranteed, guaranteed. I yep. mean, give me that 13 million
2: guaranteed, six six million a year. Like, give even me a six, that, but like, but the top can't be 16 million dollars a year, and 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 you got me at old t- times 025. You do real yeah. estate, you know what it is. No. Oh. But
4: that's what the market Sa- crash. Saquon Barkley came out and said, "I'm not trying to reset the market." So right, right, right. I agree. He did with say you. that. Yes, he did. I agree with you that they had to be far off. That's what I'm saying. Oh. It had to be on, on the guarantees come on so I mean, they had to be because yeah. if you telling me on the guarantees I'm off one or two million give me Barkley in me New that. York I'm gonna make that yeah right you know yeah what I'm right, right right so right. this has this this Ooh. lets me know like Shady said they had
2: to be Ain't some lying, numbers man. off
0: Ooh, somebody lying and we're gonna get to the bottom <laughs> of it eventually